The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome, America. You're listening to The Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in. It was nice to see that President Biden got back from uh, England. He was so far back in the church, I thought he might have gotten lost. You know, I really wonder, there was a conversation. You can see a conversation with one of those very proper English um, ushers, I guess, right? And he's talking to Biden, and Biden is sitting so far back, he probably couldn't see anything or hear anything. And So I wonder what Biden was saying. I mean, first of all, could you imagine Trump sitting back there? I mean, I don't care what time he arrives. Remember that time, that picture of him at the, uh, the first, what was it, the G10 or whatever, and he came in late? And he pushed everybody out of the way, and he went right up front. And I know of an incident where he showed up late for his first G, I don't know, one of those G things. Albania was represented in it because that's how I got the story. And he comes in late, about 15 minutes late. And um, the, the chancellor of Germany is going on and on and on about something or other. And he comes in, and she says, you're late. He says, yeah, well, I'm paying for the damn thing. I can come anytime I want. <laughs> little singer and then he says to her angela angela i thought germany was a really really uh, rich country how come how come little albania pays 100 percent of nato and you pay less than a percent you don't want to be a freeloader right so you know what happens is you uh, uh, you sticking with the entire bill and you pick a time i don't like i just show up a little later i mean i'm paying for the whole damn thing and the the uh, prime minister Eddie Eddie, the prime minister of uh, Albania said it was. And this guy's like really left wing, and he was a big um, he was a big Obama and Hillary supporter, and even said bad things about Trump. He kind of afraid, afraid that Trump wouldn't like him. Trump actually ended up really really liking him, but the guy said, "Man, nobody has a pair of what he's got," and he said secretly they all admire they all admire him. And I got that a lot in foreign countries. They would come up to me and say, oh, don't listen to the press. We wish we had a guy that fought for our country the way your guy fights for you. Now, they wish they don't have a guy like that. You you don't put the president of the United States in the last row of a funeral unless you have absolutely no respect for him. That was about about as, as good a picture of what he's done to us in terms of the respect for the United States of America as you're going to get. Pictures can speak a thousand words. We all know that, right? The big thing at home, of course, this border thing has blown up. I mean, this has been going on for several years, right? He comes into office. uh, Biden comes into office. He does the most ridiculous thing in the world. He overturns the Mexican uh, policy of doing the asylum claims on that side of the border, which is a brilliant thing to do. It's a brilliant thing to do because... (laughs) I figured out doing that with Haitians way back in way back in uh, 1981 for President Ronald Reagan. Maybe it was 82, where we did the asylum claims right outside of Port-au-Prince on Coast Guard cutters and didn't let them take the perilous journey across the water where many of them sank and where all of them were being taken in by uh, corrupt captains of uh, ships. And, of course, that was all very humanitarian, according to all these left-wing freaks. But meanwhile, they were playing right into the hands of the corrupt Haitians and Americans, like the Clintons have done 
you know, in such to such a notorious extent that they are hated in Haiti. You can talk to a Haitian about the Clintons. They know what the press uh, covers up about the about them. So now, uh, somehow, some way, and it, it can't be done easily because the press is so corrupt. A combination of, and let's not leave Ducey out, okay? I mean, I have my issues with Ducey because of the election, but he's sending people. Takes guts to do it. You know you're going to get criticized. You know the mainstream press is going to make it sound like it's all your fault, even though Biden is the one letting the people in illegally. Even though Biden is the one empowering the cartels to check them out. But you're going to get all the blame because you're a Republican. So they've been doing it now for quite some time. Well, I should say quite some time, for a short period of time, really. So uh, Chicago, New York, and Washington were the original targets. New York has gotten a measly 11,000. I say a measly 11,000 because Texas gets 11,000 sometimes in one day or two days in cities that are, you know, one-tenth the size of New York. (laughs) And cities that are not announcing, like big shots, like Adams does, you hear him. We're a sanctuary city. Come to our city and you will be taken care of. We have mandatory housing. You'll have housing. We have welfare benefits for you. Ha <laughs> ha, welfare benefits. Oh, and we have health care. We have health care. And your children can go to school. Yeah, yeah, New York is a great place. We love illegals. We are a sanctuary. Oh, by the way, we also don't turn you into those bad, mean immigration people. We don't, we don't, you know... We don't turn. You come. We see your. We see your illegal. We just. We just forget about it, and we also. We'll get your driver's license. Oh, one other benefit that hasn't been uh, completely uh, ratified yet, but our New York City Council voted a few months ago. You can vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to know anything about America. You don't even have who's running. You just vote Democrat. That's all. Just vote. We're the ones that are letting you in. You vote Democrat. Don't have to speak the language. Don't have to know the candidates. Don't have to be a citizen. Can come in illegally. And only thing I can tell you is one of those terrible, terrible MAGA judges must be a MAGA judge who are who are really terrorists and and uh, and criminals. He 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 stated because he, you know what he said. He said it violates the state constitution. It does, but who cares? We're Democrats. We're allowed to violate the state constitution. We do it all the time. We don't pay attention to the Constitution. Jesus, we'd never be able to do half the things we did to Trump if we paid attention to the Constitution. So we end up with 11,000, and it has broken our homeless system. So then, uh, uh, Mayor Adams, what the hell are you announcing? We're a sanctuary. We, we're not, we can't be a sanctuary for anybody. You're lying to them. You're saying to on one breath that you don't have the resources, and then you're saying on the other, we'll give you everything you want. Which is it? Which is it, pal? And and you're condemning? You're condemning Abbott? Abbott's not the cause of this. Abbott's a victim of this even worse than you are. It's real simple to figure out the cause. You just look, just a, look, look a little past El Paso into Juarez. And you see the 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 people coming over, not being stopped by federal agents, 
being taken, being treated as if they are political refugees, of which at best 5 or 10% of them are. And now we're talking about since Biden became president, record number last year, never before, 1.7 million, record number this year will pass 2 million. My quick addition, uh, not having, uh, uh, you know, been subjected to the new math, is uh, 3.7 million. Known, registered, paroled, up until a short while ago, taken all around the United States by the thousands and thousands and thousands in buses and planes very similar to what Abbott and Tusi and DeSantis are doing, except in much larger numbers and with no notice. Even to the Democratic uh, 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 mayors, no notice. That's what they did in Newark Airport. Bernie Carrick observed that. That's what they did in Westchester Airport. Miranda Devine and Rob Astorino observed, what, 10, 15, 20 flights. They denied it until finally there were about 30 pictures of it. They denied Newark until there were about 30 pictures of it. What 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 uh, Abbott? And um, Ducey and DeSantis are doing, Biden was doing on a massive scale with no preparation for anybody. He just dropped them where he wanted. I don't know if he even asked them where they wanted to go. Now, at least in the case of DeSantis, which I've had a chance to check into because the, the number is small enough, 50 and now 30 more, they picked New York. Now, you ask yourself, if you were one of them, wouldn't you pick New York? Nobody else has promised you health care. Nobody else is telling you he'll make you a citizen, and nobody else has voted to allow you to vote. I, I'd pick New York over Texas. So these people are not being forced to come here. These people are coming here because Biden has made it very attractive to come to the United States. He told them to surge to our border. And we got the one mayor who's actually doing advertisements to come to New York and then complaining that too many people are coming to New York. So what's going on here? What's going on here is we are watching two things. And when when I come, well, I have I think I have a minute to explain. You're watching at least two things or three things going on. First, it's a um, clearly an attempt to get Democratic voters in that allowing them to vote is absurd. It will be unconstitutional and it's not going to work. But it tells you their motive. They're running out of Democrats and with the Hispanics running out of their party like crazy. They are frightened to death that they may no longer be able to be the dictators. I mean, they, they, they will only get people to vote for them who are either brainwashed, like uh, the intellectuals are, or they're slaves. They've been made slaves of the, of the welfare system. And that's what they're trying to do now. They're not luring them in here with great jobs or even they offer a great job. They're luring them in with you get welfare and you get health. And, you know, you don't you don't have to work. Work. <laughs> That's for the stupid people who can't con the system. So what they have exposed is the cause of this problem is Joseph Biden. And his party that has an open border 
and that lies constantly and says it's closed. They'll lie, and right on television, you can see a 1,000 people coming in, 2,000 people coming in. Right on television, you can put the migrants on and interview them and say, is the border open or closed? And they laugh at you. Of course it's open. How would I have gotten in here? We have never had a serial, psychopathic, continuous lying administration like this one. None compares. And they tell stupid lies. Border is closed. There are 500 pictures of people coming in. I mean, they'll tell you, you know, the guy walks in and he's got a red jacket on. They'll tell you, no, it's a blue jacket, and you have to say blue jacket. That's what happens in a fascist country. When we come back, we'll take a look at what the plans are now uh, because this is not stopping, and it shouldn't stop because we have to stop the open border if we want to save America. It's as simple as that. Be right back. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. It's Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, Hochul, where did we find her? In a few short months, she has proven she is a complete crook. I mean, the latest one is horrendous. This uh, case in which... She buys these uh, tests from a vendor who had just given her uh, 300 grand uh, in one shot, and then all his relatives donate another 20,000 here, 30,000 here, 15,000 here. She hires one of them for the state, and then within a couple of days, she gives him a $637,000 state contract. Fortes that California bought for one quarter of that. That's right, for one quarter of it. If uh, she had eliminated his co- his um, company, Digital Gadgets, and done what stupid California did and done business with the supplier directly who was willing to do it, she'd have saved just by that $237 million of your dollars. But then she wouldn't have gotten the uh, 300000 plus campaign contribution. They all happen within about a week or two of each other. Uh, this isn't as good a bribery case as Biden uh, bribing the president of Ukraine by saying you're not getting your billion dollars unless you get rid of the prosecutor, uh, unspoken, who's prosecuting my son, in parenthesis. Uh, that's a straight bribery case, clear, because the quid and the and the quo are spelled out by both persons. Here you got to use an inference because it happened so quickly. But if you consider the fact that we got a similar situation with the Buffalo Stadium, we got two others just like it where she's reaching in for money for either her campaign or in the case of her husband so he can make millions with a concession on the Buffalo Stadium, which in truth and in fact, she's paying $4 billion more for. The press uh, press are not good investigators of corruption. I'm much better. They don't look at the details. The stadium is going to cost way more than it should just in the construction of it because she's using out-of-town. Can you believe this? She's using people from out-of-town, not even people from Buffalo, because the unions gave her money. 
that alone is going to probably the contracts that she entered into is to probably add about 20 to 30 percent to the cost of the stadium. That if somebody did a good bargain, a Trump, like when he bargained with Boeing to get the cost of the planes down, would have gotten it down. But then worse than worse than that. In order to get the bill through so that Buffalo could get that money, she had to add four billion dollars to the budget because she had to give out all kinds of goodies to buy the votes of the people who weren't going to vote for it. Because there are a lot of questions with this stadium. Do they need it? Originally, Cuomo sold it as a as a, a, a stadium that would be in the city of Buffalo and would help with urban regeneration. It could do nothing for urban anything. It's in the suburbs. And then, of course, they knew they had to buy the you-know-what, and they could get $4 billion out of her, and they got it. So another $4 billion of your money going for nothing. Do you ever wonder why the budget of New York is $220 billion and the budget of Florida is a little less than $100 billion? I'll say it one more time. The budget of the entire state of Florida is $100 billion. The budget of New York is $220 billion. They have 2 million more people. You think, you think the services here are that much better? I don't, I don't think they're as good. So what could be the answer to that? Could it be that what we're seeing with Hochul, because she's sloppy, goes on quite a bit more than anybody has ever uh, acknowledged? And I will tell you, having been a prosecutor, you're damn right it does. And in Albany, corruption is systemic. It's systemic. Do you hear what I said? It's systemic. That's how you get a budget that's two and a half times a state that's bigger than you and functioning better than you. Because you are filled with crooks. It's what happens when you put together Democrat after Democrat after Democrat with our brainwashed voters. When you look at the job that Hochul has done, when you look at the job that Zeldin could do, if you don't vote for Zeldin and you vote for Hochul, you will get the corrupt state you voted for. Once again, you should have voted for Curtis Slewa. You think crime would have gone up 38% under Slewa? No, I know it wouldn't. But you had to vote Democrat. You're going to do it again. You're going to vote for a title? Because, I don't know, way back in the somewhere or other in the past, they were good to the poor people. All they do for the poor people now is get them in welfare so they'll vote for them. What the hell has any Democrat politician ever done for any of the black areas in New York City other than make them horrible? Who cleaned up the black areas in New York City? Who brought down crime? Who saved black lives? You're listening to him. It wasn't Mayor Dinkins. It wasn't Charlie Rangel. It wasn't any of the black politicians who all walked out millionaires while Harlem got worse. Will you stop being suckers? We cannot save New York if you remain suckers. Elect Hochul, you're a sucker. She has shown you she is a crook. Out and out, straight crook. And she won't debate. Because I don't think she's too smart either. Because some of her crimes are so stupid. I mean, it wasn't done in the sophisticated way the New York City crooks do it.
The whole thing with a husband is idiotic that they're not even focusing on it. You've got a big choice to make, and we're going to do everything we can to get the facts to you. This is just the tip of the iceberg. i got three more of these, and uh, you're going to find out about them in detail. This is Rudy Giuliani. I'll be back with you right after the break, and we got a lot of calls coming up and some really challenging ones. So come back. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you. We were we were talking about the uh, significant corruption in New York uh, State, which is something that happens when you have a, a dictatorship. And we do have a Democrat dictatorship in New York, as they have in Chicago, 50 years of Democratic rule and murder at will. And the murder in Chicago now is now spreading out all over the city. There were several very, very good pieces on that, how it's become much more geographically diverse which puts everybody at peril, which I guess, you know, and I'm not going to say it's fair, but before what would happen is it would happen just in the black areas. And when you're talking about 10 killed on a weekend in Chicago, you're talking about eight black uh, people, black men, largely young ones. And nobody caring except us. The only ones I know that emphasize this are, are Greg Kelly, me, Hannity, and a couple of other people, and I do it. I don't do it to. I do it to see if I keep praying. Maybe they'll pay attention. Maybe they'll go get somebody like me who can stop it. I could stop it. I'll, I'll go help you if you want. You know they've never taken up that offer because, I guess. I guess now what am I? I'm a uh, ultra maga trader of some kind. Somehow I became a trader. <sighs> well, I'm going to I'm going to give you a good thing that was done by Hochul and I think Adams, and that is to put um, to put to put the uh, uh, cameras on the t- on, on, on the uh, subway trains. I put cameras in the housing developments. Being a Republican, of course, I was accused of uh, violating privacy. The New York Times accused me of it. Uh, it was a bad thing when I did it, but it's a good thing that they're doing. And it is a good thing to do. I mean, you got to get beyond the fact that the crooked media will make anything Republicans do, even if it's good, look bad. You know, building a wall was terrific when Schumer and, and um, Pelosi wanted it. But the minute Trump wanted it, building a wall was Hitlerian. Uh, cameras were Hitlerian and, uh, and fascist until they want to put cameras in. They are very, very good. It's a good idea. But here's the problem, Hokel Pokel. They're going to go in front of judges who let them go free. We got plenty of cameras. What about the guy with the hatchet? We see Palacio with the hatchet, don't we? I, I mean, I got the damn picture in front of me. He's walking around the street with that hatchet. I don't even know if they took the hatchet from him. And you're condemning it. Are you stupid? It's not the hatchet. It's letting him out. And you have control over that, stupid. And anybody who votes for you and wants to save lives in New York is stupid, dumb, lacks common sense or has been brainwashed. A lot of you have been brainwashed. You don't even know it. I wish I understood it better. I wish I understood these detoxification courses. Maybe we could save some of these cities. I don't know. I just don't know. So let's go to, to Diana. 
who I like that name. I hope I pronounced it correctly. Didiana. You did. I did. Um, Thank you, Didiana. I hope. Don't just say that. God bless you. (laughs) Don't just say that. Did I? I I called in. It's my Latin. It's my four years of Latin that did it. Go ahead. One of the things I called in about yeah. is maybe we need to have a new slogan. Sure. Illegal immigration in your state, but not in my vineyard. <laughs> I don't know if you're old enough, my dear, to remember uh, the expression limousine liberal. Mm-hmm. Limousine liberal. I think it yeah. was in the 1973 mayoral campaign. Um, and it was used about, you know, the, the liberals who want to do all these poverty programs, but they don't want any of these people living in their neighborhoods or going to their schools. You know, like Biden, like Biden saying, I don't want my kids going to school in the jungle. These people are hypocritical to the point of being dishonest, amoral people. And it's, uh, it's ripping our country apart because when they make policy, they take it. They have completely taken advantage of the black population in a terrible, terrible way. But I like your, I like your, uh, no illegals in the vineyards. Hmm. But you know, did you know that um, Martha's Vineyard declared itself a sanctuary city? But then they had no resources for them, so they're a bunch of liars, right? So all those rich people there, all those very important people that are much more important than you or I. We're deplorables. But at least we're not big, stinking liars who say that we're a sanctuary city and can take care of you and get the National Guard to throw you out when you deign to show up on our white-only establishment. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Yes, hi, Rudy. Hi, Larry. You know, know, what you were talking about before about the flight to Westchester – uh, so those secret flights of the night that were photographed by Bob Astorino. Now, uh, that is a smoking gun as far as I'm concerned, because, you see, they turn around and they want to investigate DeSantis and, and, and Governor Abbott. Oh, I wanted to mention that. Great. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. I might have forgotten. Go ahead. For doing things, they want to prosecute and investigate these with the Justice Department, no less, for doing things out in the open that they did in secret. So, see, their secrecy is and, – and, and think about this parallel. Think about the secrecy of a stolen election versus the, the open prosecution of a, of a non-insurrection. That wasn't an insurrection. They were going to subvert Congress into installing a shadow government, an illegitimate shadow government, and, and the January 6th people prevented it. And by the way, I'm thinking now that the right to bear arms, the very purpose of the, of the founders of the Constitution in giving us the right to bear arms, was for the very purpose of, January, of a January 6th kind of incident, where to prevent a coup d'etat, silent coup d'etat and the government – and because of the fact that they didn't go far enough, now they're being prosecuted. Yeah. That's only the only reason they're being prosecuted. Because they're com- uh, you, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, Larry. I, I am spending a great deal of time going into the facts of the January 6th situation. I tend to do a special on it. Uh, I think the treatment of those people, whatever you think of what they did, the treatment of those people is equivalent, if not worse, to what we did to the Japanese during the uh, Second World War. 
you, you, I don't care what crime you committed unless it's, you know, some kind of heinous murder and there's a risk of fleeing. You don't hold somebody in jail for 20 months without trying them. That's another country other than America. That's a, that's a dictatorship type country. It's a fascist type country that does that. Now we have this whole situation, which I'm going to go into in more detail when I have the facts exactly right. But these people are, uh, these people are being pretty close to being tortured in there. This is a, this is a, a prison out of a dictatorship, not out of a regulated lawful democracy. And what's being done to these people is disgusting. And Biden is not only encouraging it. You want to talk about dog whistles? How about saying the ultra MAGA people are all traitors and terrorists? You don't think it gets those prison guards all worked up that that's what they got there? And they don't bang those people around and treat them horribly? There, there's been drug problems in there? How does that happen without a complicit uh, uh, group of uh, guards? There's a guy that was, a guy that was sprayed with um, pepper spray, which is considered to be possibly fatal. Because he came out of his cell at their request to get his medicine, you only can get your medicine out of your cell in front of a guard to make sure you take it. And he had his mask off because he was going to get his medicine. What's he supposed to do? Stick it through the, the, the mask? He was told to put his mask on. He didn't have it. It was in his cell. And he explained to the guard, I'm just getting, and as he said, I'm just getting my medicine the guard sprayed him with pepper spray and then got him down on the ground, handcuffed him, and sprayed him again with pepper spray. And this is one incident with four witnesses. And that particular guard had been banned for the, from the facility for, for other kinds of violations of their rights. Nobody cares about this. These are Americans. These are Americans who have been demonized. These are Americans who have been made into monsters. Nobody wants to listen to their side of it. Gosh almighty, there's always another side of it. I'm going to tell you this. I would not allow a mafia guy to be treated like that. I wouldn't allow a terrorist to be treated like that if it was my defendant. And I can show you incidents where I stopped things like that when I was in charge of the Bureau of Prisons. Who are these people running this government? They're not Americans, not by my definition. This has got to come out what they're doing to these people. Maybe some of them were very, very bad. I don't know. Maybe some of them were very, very bad. But a lot of them weren't very, very bad. Nothing like the Black Lives Matter people. They weren't going around and every moment encouraging the killing of police officers. Maybe they got rough with the police officers who got rough with them, but they weren't encouraging people to kill police officers. Black Lives Matter, every protest, kill police officers, kill and we do at their instance. And it isn't white supremacists who are killing police officers. You can be sure of that. And all this stuff that white supremacy is a big terrorist threat. Do you know how dangerous that is for us? 
if we're not concentrating on the real terrorist threats instead of these politically idiotic statements? Gosh almighty. Let's go to John in Staten Island. Uh, Mayor? Yeah, John. Yeah, I was going to mention, we just hit 2 million. Uh, 2 million people legally came over. Last year we had a million in change. We have about a million. million seven last year. I'm sorry? A million seven last year. Yeah. And then we have like 900,000 that crossed the border by video, but we never stopped them. So my point is, uh, this is this is not the Congress of Pelosi and Schumer. They passed a bill with Democrat approval to give $15,000, $15,000 cash from the United States citizen into the budget that they gave out to illegals. The U.S. citizen was not allowed to have this. It was the illegals that got it, not not us. And it, it was passed along in New York City. The Washington, I believe one of the, one of the Washington Examiner, maybe, they showed that 300,000 people got it. So it's $4 billion of American Oh, I'm sorry. Did we lose you? You're making a great point, my friend. John, thank you. You're making a great point. Well, you, you, you call back and, and complete it, okay, tomorrow or the next day. But I got your point, John. But this, but this is like giving them health care. And we don't have room for them. Think about Adams for a minute. He's saying we're a sanctuary city. We're going to get you, we're going to get you lodging. You have a, a constitutional right to lodging, which you don't. You're going to get health care. You're going to get money. And now he's saying we're overloaded. We can't take anymore. He didn't know that when he was making these statements. Is he that? He's not stupid. Can I say a, a general statement that I have repeated on the show numerous times, but I think all of these things prove it? Democrats cannot govern. As presently constituted, the Democrat Party cannot govern. It is too impractical. It lacks common sense. It's too dishonest. And it's all those things at once. And at the top, it's completely corrupt. They are destroying the United States of America. And many of us are standing by and just watching it. And many of us are brainwashed by it. If we don't turn this around, the nation that we knew will not be the nation we turn over to our children. And we're there now. It's got to be turned around now because we're there. We're there in the schools. We're there in the policing. We're there with the crimes that are committed. We're there in which uh, money is given out to people, encouraging them not to work. We're there. That's why uh, we have to make America great again. And that's why they are so afraid of making America great again, because it'll destroy their socialist, Marxist, communist society, which George Soros has paid them a lot to help create. Because that's what he wants for us. And he wants to destroy the idea of America. He hates American nationalism. I do not intend to psychoanalyze uh, uh, Soros. People want to know what's wrong with him. He is an exceedingly sick man. 
If you did as a young man the things he did, you'd be exceedingly sick, particularly if you weren't guilty for it. I'm not I'm not that good a psychiatrist, but I'm also not totally ignorant of it. This is a very, very disturbed human being. And he is the biggest donor to Black Lives Matter, the biggest donor to uh, Antifa, the biggest donor to the Democrat Party, the biggest donor to Joseph Biden. You want to put it all together? There's a way to put it all together. So when we come back, we will have the mayor's final words. Please come back. We got something for you. I hope that will be helpful. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you with the Rudy Giuliani show. And yes, it is time for the Tunnels to Towers sponsored mayor's final thoughts. Tunnels to Towers is the organization that is there first. Whenever a uniformed member, civilian or military, is lost in the line of duty to make sure that the family knows right away, mortgage paid off, how else can we help you? Number two, they're there when our uniformed members in service to you lose the ability to use their arms and their legs. and, and, And with that, not only the ability to use their arms and legs, but their ability to be independent. These are highly motivated men and women who are doing this. This could be catastrophic for them. Give them some independence, however. Give them some ability to take care of themselves. It all changes. I've watched it. I know them. I've been with this program from the day it started. Contribute $11 a month, T2T.org. Please, T. T2T.org. Their big run is coming up the last Sunday of this month. I think it's, is it this Sunday? Yeah, this Sunday. Great, great. I love that run. I love that run. 30,000 people will be running, maybe 35,000. And then at the end, this start, I'll get you the exact location. This starts at about 11 o'clock. So you can go, you can have my show on, you know, on your transistor radio between 10 and 11, and then you can go right there. And they give out the awards and everything else. But the most moving thing of all, they firefighters, present firefighters, walk in with a picture, a large, large picture on them, hard to describe on, on radio, of the person who died on September 11. People have died since. Every single one. And for me, it's uh, 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 everything I have to prevent crying because I, 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 I knew many of them the first time they did it. And now with the repetition and the situation on the, on the 11th when we read the names and I've gotten to know more of the families, these are like my own family now. And you realize when you see the families there that when we say this damage never ends, I mean, that child grew up without a daddy. How do you make up for that or without a mommy? Or Because of these Islamic extremist terrorists who attacked us. I say it that way because that's what it means to never forget. Never forget does not mean we, we, we engage in euphemisms. It was an attack. What, some kind of amorphous attack? But Pearl Harbor was an amorphous attack? Well, we had to know who attacked us to know who to go to war with. If you're a jerk like Obama, or maybe worse, then you never use the word Islamic extremist terrorist. 
Then you give cash to Iran so they can use it to fund terrorists. Then you give $85 billion worth of arms to terrorists so they can kill other people, including us, if you're Biden. I, I, I can't even at this point, I can't even at this point, I can't even at this point give you a, a, an explanation of what the hell motivates them to do that. It sickens me. It sickens me that we have Americans that do things like that. Giving $85 billion in lethal arms to the Taliban, which is what he did, giving up an airbase of 400 miles from China, that's what he did. I, I hesitate to tell you what I think that is. I can't be 100% sure. But what else could it be? What, what, what is this hating America? And what's this attack now on everybody who disagrees with him? I don't know if, if they're saying Trump had some impact on the people on January 6th. Biden doesn't have some impact on those guards who beat the hell out of the January 6th people. When he talks about, when he talks about ultra MAGA being terrorists, when he talks about parents being terrorists. We have to be careful about our language, but Dodo in chief doesn't have to be. Well, I don't know if you saw that picture of the guy leaning over to him, but that was the first thing I saw this morning. And I I, uh, I drove all the way back from New Hampshire last night. So I had been driven, you know, I wrote and I couldn't go to sleep. And when I got home, because I had been just traveling and I was had a lot of things to think about. So I was in short, I was tired. And the first thing I see is I see I see Dodo Bird sitting in the back with Dr. Dodo Bird. And uh, and I'm saying to myself, I don't look at the headline first. I'm saying that's Biden. He's sitting in the back of the church. I mean, that like in Catholic school, we got put there if we were talking in church. So what the hell is he doing back there? And then I said to myself, this is what he's done to the reputation and the prestige. Can you imagine Donald Trump being there? Remember when he pushed everybody out of the way to get up front? That's not for Donald Trump. It's not for him. And it's not for Biden. It's for the United States of America, the greatest country on earth. That's who you represent, Biden. And you do a terrible job of it. And you're destroying us. God bless America. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.